If the iron be blunt, and he do not wet the edge, then must he put to more strength. Hello and welcome back to the Biblical Principles Podcast, that part of the podcast called Sharpening the Sword, where we answer your questions that you've submitted to us there at biblicalprinciples at juno.com. And uh, we do appreciate the questions we get, and we're getting to them in our time as our time is allotted. Uh, Life seems to be going by extremely quickly, and also it seems as if from the morning to the evening there's not much time. But I do appreciate everybody that listens, and I know that we have multiple listeners in multiple countries and demographics and all sorts of things like that. Um, When you start something online, I don't think a lot of people realize the effect that it can have not just in the direct Christian community, but also around the world as we deal with different cultures. And some people are not able to come and go as other people are. So... But I do appreciate all our listeners, and I appreciate the opportunity to be a part of your life. And thank you again for listening to the podcast. Whether you're cutting the grass or running down the side of the road or exercising at the gym or driving in a car or maybe sitting at work, um, you're allowed to listen to these podcasts and tune in. And I do want you to know that I don't take that for granted. And I'm trying to give you something that will help you spiritually and will also help you in this Christian walk and in this run that we're trying to accomplish for Jesus, that we can finish the task that is set before us. So the question today is this. What are some signs that you are slipping out of church? What are some signs that you are slipping out of church? Good question, and I want you to know that this question will probably consist of at least at least two, possibly three podcasts, as it seems as if after being in church for over 20 years, um, there are some telltale signs that everybody seems to demonstrate as they slip out of church. So I do want to start off with the Word of God. If you've got your Bible, you can turn to the book of Hebrews, chapter number 2, the book of Hebrews, chapter number 2. The Bible says this, Therefore we ought to give the more earnest heed to the things which we have heard, lest at any time we should let them slip. Some signs that you are slipping out of church. The first sign is that you're not giving an earnest heed to the things which you have heard. In the Christian life, if you've been saved for any amount of time at all, you know what you need to do. And a lot of times we try to complicate the Christian life by saying, well, I didn't know or I didn't understand. And the problem is not what we don't understand. The problem lies in the fact of what we do understand, how we ought to live, how we ought to act, how we ought to talk, how we ought to walk, how we ought to interact on a daily basis with our fellow human beings. And what causes us to slip is the fact that we are not taking that earnest heed to the things that we have heard. The first sign that we're slipping out of church is found in the book of Psalms, chapter 122, in verse number 1. The book of Psalms, chapter 122, in verse number 1. I was glad when they said unto me, Let us go into the house of the Lord. 
the first sign that you are about to be slipping out of church is when you lose your smile. You lose your gladness. You're not excited to come to church anymore. Now, it's often been said that it takes more muscles to frown than it does to smile. But one sign that is an evident sign that proves that you are slipping out of church is when you lose your smile. When you come to church and you're not smiling, you're not glad, you're not excited, you're not energetic about the things of God. When you think about the writer of this song being David, you can remember a time when David had gotten into sin, but he continued to go to church and he was miserable during that time. I, I know David didn't go to church. I'm sorry. He contended. He continued to try to serve the Lord and go to the sanctuary or the tabernacle or the house of God there in Jerusalem, just like we do nowadays and has been done since the beginning of time. People still try to attend church or a gathering place that's considered church, but they have no smile. And that's your first sign that you're slipping out of church is when you lose your smile. You're not excited anymore. It's, it's a sad day we live in when people get more excited over somebody running a bunch of puffed-up air up or down a green, grassy field and running across a painted white line. Some people will just go crazy, lose their mind, scream and holler. But yet, when they come to the house of God, and the message of God is preached, and eternal life that they enjoy if they're saved is, is exalted. They can't even smile. That's a good sign that we're slipping out of church. The book of Ephesians, chapter number 5, in verses 18 and 19. The book of Ephesians, chapter number 5, in verses 18 through 19. And be not drunk with wine wherein is excess, but be filled with the Spirit, speaking to yourselves in psalms and hymns and spiritual songs, singing and making melody in your heart to the Lord. The second sign that we're slipping out of church is when we're not singing anymore. If you notice here in verse number 18, it says, be filled with the Spirit. Well, what are some signs that you're filled with the Spirit? You sing. And if you're not filled with the Spirit, what are you filled with? Well, you're letting the flesh take control of your life. And somebody who's living in the flesh is not going to be in church very long. Why? Because they lost their singing. And you say you should go around singing all the time. If you got the joy of the Lord in your heart, I believe whether you can or can't sing, you will go around singing. Why? Because the Spirit-filled life is a life of singing. But what I'm talking about here, and I'm not trying to make a bunch of spiritual detectives. We don't need spiritual detectives in the church who look at other people and go, hey, they're not smiling. They're not singing. They must be slipping out of church. No, this is designed so that we can look at ourselves. So that we can look at ourselves and go, hey, wait a minute, am I smiling? Am I singing? When the song leader gets up and says, grab your hymn book and turn to page number 154, and you don't grab your hymn book, you don't turn to the page, and while they're singing Amazing Grace, you're counting ceiling tiles, you're counting light bulbs, you're counting pews, you're looking down at the floor, and you're not singing, that's a sign that you're slipping out of church, and you don't need to slip out of church. So how do we reverse this process? Uh, can we reverse it at this stage? Yes, we can reverse it. 
guess what? You walk into church the next time the doors are open with a big smile on your face. And when the song leader gets up and he announces the page that you're singing from, you reach down and grab your hymn book and you sing with everything you got. Why? Because you don't want to slip out of church. Church is the place where I heard about Jesus. Church is the place where I get spiritually fed. Fed. I've got to have the church. And so I don't want to lose my song because when I lose my singing, it's a sign that I'm slipping out of church. And then number three, and I don't have a reference for this. I didn't get a reference. I really couldn't find one is why I didn't have one. But this is a good sign that we're slipping out of church is when your seat changes, your seat, the place you sit at. And this is what I'm talking about. You're sitting on the the third row on the left, and then all of a sudden you start sitting in the fifth row on the right. And then all of a sudden you're sitting in the tenth row on the right. And then all of a sudden you're sitting on the back pew on the left. And then all of a sudden you're in the balcony. And then all of a sudden you're in the top of the balcony. Guess what? That's a sign that you're slipping out of church. Nobody ever goes to a ball game and says this. You know what seat I want? I want that seat all the way up there in the top corner where you can barely see the whole field. And then also, I'm not really sure what's going on. Nobody does that. No, they want the front seat. And I'm not saying that if you're sitting in the back, you're slipping out of church. But what I am saying is over a process of watching church people for a number of years, I've noticed that what happens is they start slipping back in the pews until finally they slip out the back door and they don't come back. It's just a sign you're slipping out of church. And then the book of Genesis, chapter 3, in verses 1 through 4. The book of Genesis, chapter 3, in verses 1 through 4. Now the serpent was more subtle than any beast of the field which the Lord God had made. And he said unto the woman, Yea, hath God said, You shall not eat of every tree of the garden? And the woman said unto the serpent, We may eat of the fruit of the trees of the garden, but of the fruit of the tree which is in the midst of the garden, God hath said, Ye shall not eat of it, neither shall ye touch it, lest ye die. And the serpent said unto the woman, Ye shall not surely die. The fourth sign that we're slipping out of church is our speech, our speech. All of a sudden, the thing that God said, we are critical and we're doubting it. The words that the man of God is preaching, all of a sudden we start critically doubting it. Do you know what Eve did here in the garden? She started doubting the word of God. Ye shall not eat of it, neither shall ye touch it, lest ye die. That's what God has said. You know what happened? The serpent said unto the woman, ye shall not surely die. Her speech, she started doubting. She became critical. I don't know why we're doing it this way. I don't know why we got to put those energy-saving bulbs in. I don't know why we got to get a white toilet instead of a beige toilet. I don't know why the carpet's got to be green instead of yellow. I don't know why we're painting the Sunday school room two different colors. Those little kids are just going to tear it up. I don't know why we're cutting the grass from the north to the south. We ought to be cutting it east to west. I don't know why we painted the stripes on the parking lot this way. I don't know why we got to buy that house. I don't know what the purpose is of buying new tires. Those tires are not bad. Just critical. 
and doubting everything instead of just saying, you know what? And I'll be honest about this. I don't care if the church carpet is maroon on one side, pink in the middle, and yellow on the other. You say, you say, you really don't care about that? It don't matter to me one bit, really, the color of the carpet. Honestly, in my eyes, you could just rip it all up. It doesn't bother me one bit. I don't even have carpet in my house. I got hardwood floors. I like hardwood floors. But these are the silly little trivial things that people slip out of church over. Their speech, they start becoming critical and doubting everything. And what happens is, all of a sudden, instead of saying amen, they're saying, oh man, we got to do this, we got to do that. No, you don't have to do anything. You get to do everything. I get to go to church. I get to go to visitation. I get to go to college. I get to go be involved in the ministry. I get to. I want to. It's not I have to. But what happens when you're slipping out of church is I get to turns into I have to. And that critical doubt in speech is a definite indicator that you're slipping out of church. And then the book of 1 John chapter 4 and verses 20 through 21. If a man say, I love God and hateth his brother, he is a liar. For he that loveth not his brother whom he hath seen, how can he love God whom he hath not seen? And this is the commandment we have from him, that he who loveth God love his brother also. Now, there is a multitude of verses that I could have used to support this point. But this point is siblings, the brethren, your brothers and sisters in Christ. If you do not have a love for the brethren, you're slipping out of church. If you're critical of them, if you're excited when they get hurt or you're excited when they lose their job or you're excited when their car don't start or you're excited when their kid goes to the world, there is something detrimentally wrong with you spiritually. And it's a definite sign that you're slipping out of church. Here's the opposite of that. You are excited when they get blessed by God. We got a young man in our church. He just got a truck that's nicer than any vehicle I have or have ever had, probably ever will have. You know what? When I seen him driving, it thrilled my soul because I said, praise God, that's the benefits of tithing and doing right and being a second-generation Christian and trying to serve God to the best of his ability. And you know what? God blessed him with a nice truck. I'm not even jealous. I'm glad he's got it. You know what? I hope he, has, he keeps it running. He might have come by and picked me up for church. But he's my sibling in the Lord. He's my brother in Christ. And I am so glad that he got something nice. But a lot of people look and they go, oh, I can't believe he got that. He's too young to have that. He don't need that. He should be given. Well, he is given. But God blessed him. And I'm not critical or upset about it. Why? Because he's my brother in Christ and I love him. And one sign that you're slipping out of church is when you can't get along with the siblings have no love for the brethren. Your speech is critical and doubting. Your seat changes from the front to the back. Your singing disappears, and your smile turns into a frown. And the only way that we're going to make it living for God in 2022 is to stay in church. And how are we going to stay in church? 
by taking the signs that you're slipping out of church and getting them out of our lives so that we can live for God.